Hello and welcome to another episode of The Clever Kids. This is a weekly podcast where three brothers take a look at a topic from popular culture that you may or may not care about. My name is Tyler. I'm Brian. And I'm Jeff. And uh, this week, uh, we're just going to jump right into the topic as usual. Um, We're doing one of our uh, actor spotlights this week, and we're going to talk about uh, the great one, uh, Big Willie style, Will Smith. Um, we're gonna do the Fresh Prince. The fre- see, that's what I was trying. I was like trying to grab a, a character that has a name like that. They got the <laughs> like, new. They got the new show going. Then they went like a way darker twist, didn't they? Has anyone tried that? I haven't watched it. It's like a drama. I don't. I don't. I mean, the whole reason of watching the Fresh Prince is watching Will Smith be Will Smith, and seeing a retelling of that with not Will Smith in it is not interesting to me. He's you know what involved, I mean? Though I think. He's the producer. He is um, he's, getting, okay. he's getting fucking paid for it. That's what's happening. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're using his character. Like, all yeah, I really care about paid. is the one famous, the one little fight. I want it to be like a vicious, violent brawl if they're going to go dark. Like, <laughs> I want him to be like, I got one little fight. And then it just shows him just busting heads, like just full psycho. Just shooting people. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. Hopefully they do that. Yeah, I don't know. It, I mean, I just think that it's one of those things like with how I met your father, like how like it was lightning in a bottle getting the people together in Will Smith, like that actor who plays Uncle Phil, that actor who plays Carlton, Will Smith at, at that time in his life, DJ Jazzy Jeff coming in for comedic, comedic uh, relief. It's, it, that's such an important part of that show that I just have no interest in. That's fair in a retelling of that story in a drama. Like I just, it doesn't mean as much to me, but yeah, I think I was more saying it cause it's a good time to be talking Will Smith. I mean the, yeah. the, the, the part of the, about the announcement for that show that bothered me was the first time I heard about that show was through Will Smith announcing it through all of the, um, merchandise that they had created for the show. And it was like, Oh, you can buy your own fresh Prince letterman. And I was like, you guys are capitalizing on a show. That's you guys are remaking that. Like, it's just like immediately just basically asking for money. And I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> All right, let's get into Will Smith. Here. Strong start. <laughs> uh, so we are going to do this a little bit differently than we have. Usually we go through the actor's filmography, but we found that to be pretty boring when we went back and listened to our episode. So we're going to try to make this a little bit more interesting to listen to. Um, so let's start with, um, what we think their best film is that or his best film is. Um, Jeff, what do you think Will Smith's best movie is? Uh, personally, the best film that I'm, I'm probably going to put him down for best film and his best acting performance are the same for me. I, I think the film that I thought that he delivered the best performance and the film that I thought was the best overall was Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, I, de- I have this down for best performance, so we can, yeah, wait, well, I'll, I'll just jump in and say that. Maybe we just do best performance first. Um, sure. I also have this one for best performance, but I don't have it for best film. Didn't no, I don't have it for best film either. Um, okay, so you're both wrong. We established that at the beginning. <laughs> this is probably the movie that is his most, like, prestige acting role, right? But as far as, like, for best film for me, I chose films that – or movies that I thought were are exciting and have like a rewatchability. And I've seen this movie twice, I think, but I don't know if I'll ever watch it again because it's so sad. It's super heavy. It's so heavy. And like, you know, as someone who's going to be a father soon, like, I don't know if I could ever watch this again. <laughs> it would be too scary. <laughs> Him in that, that public bathroom. like keeping Yeah, exactly. Just like horrible. having to like provide for your kid as like the world is crashing down around you. Like I, that's like literally my nightmare. Like, so I definitely probably will never watch that movie again. But 
absolutely amazing. Will Smith really showing, like, flexing his acting talents in this and showing that he can be more than just funny or, you know, whatever. What? Like, his charms exist outside of just his comedy persona amazing. or his rap abilities or whatever. What? And I agree with you. I agree with you that, that this film is, you know, everything that you've said so far. The reason why I put it as my best film, too, is I feel like everything that he's put out since this and maybe even started before this the film didn't match his own acting performance. Like he always tries to deliver a very good acting performance. When I watch him in Focus, when I watch him in, in Concussion, when I watch him in even Suicide Squad, like he is trying to act in a specific way. But typically, just the film itself does not provide the ambiance for him to be able to deliver that acting performance in a way that feels effective. And I feel like the aura of this film, the themes of this film, really allowed him to be dramatic in a way that he can be that he's not typically allowed to be or or capable of delivering for sure yeah and i mean if you really think about it this movie one of one of the reasons that it's best performance for will smith is that it's not like an ensemble drama drama it is literally just him alone pretty much for most of the movie having to just like pull this emotion out you know like it's it genuinely is like a character study and you cast someone like Will Smith to do it. And I think the reason that it sticks with people is because it surprised everyone that Will Smith had, like I'd seen him in dramas, right? Seven pounds. Um, there's that one where he steals an identity back in the day. Um, I can't remember the name of, but you know, he's in a lot of dramas up until this point, but they're all movies that sort of fell flat with audiences and maybe just don't really exhibit his abilities. But then he pulls this performance out and it's like, holy shit, this guy's got a whole other thing I, inside of him that I wasn't aware of. My The most unfortunate part of it is that he hasn't really been given a chance to capitalize on it since, or at least he's been given chances, but the directors or the movies have failed him, just like I, you're saying. I'll disagree. There is a film that he put out that didn't make waves as much back in 2016 called Collateral Beauty. No, this movie was bad. I watched it. The twist I, at the end was so weird. I enjoyed this movie, and I think that it allowed, it created an ambiance again for him to be able to be a dynamic actor. I enjoyed it. I'm sorry. Do you want to explain the twist, or should I? Yeah, so the concept of the... Spoilers. The, Spo spoilers. Full spoilers for this film. Full for this, spoilers for, for every Will Smith movie. Let's just say that right up front. Go ahead. Sure. So the concept of this film is it's a man who has lost his child, and he's going through kind of the different stages of grief, and he's kind of lost his way in life. Um uh, and essentially he starts dating a woman what it turns out that he, that's actually the woman that he's dating is um, his ex-wife who was also the mother of his child and they're starting to reconnect uh, but that ends up failing and he ends up being visited by uh, the the um, I don't know the personification the, uh, of time the, so well and so the stages of grief and like yeah they're... it's it's the past, present, and future, I think, is what it right. is. Right, exactly. So it's the personification of time. He gets visited by someone who represents the past, someone who represents the present, someone who represents the, the future. Um, and they're trying to help him move forward with his life and, and accept what happened and all of that. And what's the twist of the film is that he uh, – that those, those three people were paid actors, paid by, I think, his ex-wife uh, to help him move on. But then the twist twist is that – they were actually the personifications of time that actually were going to do their time that were then paid spontaneously by so the So they just it's took her money to do what they were going to do anyway? <laughs> yes. But they're also ethereal <laughs> spirits that don't need money. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, this movie sucked. I hated it. I, I was upset. I was very upset. Now, Will Smith's performance so in the movie is good, but again, it's a movie, just like you were saying, it's a movie that failed him. It's a, he did a good performance, and I think that he always gives a good performance, and it, he's so, it's the same thing with Denzel Washington or Tom Cruise that we're talking about. Like, they're so charming on screen that, like, the camera, like, you love to watch them be themselves. You know what I mean? And, I think that Will Smith brings that energy with him to everything he does. And I think he does the same thing in that movie. But then that movie, that twist is so dumb. It's so contrived. It's so stupid. Having not seen it, that's pretty fucking dumb. Yeah. No, it's stupid. Uh, I wish they just kept the first twist. I I I saw this movie in theaters and almost walked out at the end. Just let (laughs) them be actors. Why did you have to actually make them? Exactly. Um, All right. So you guys said the wrong answers, and what were those? What was his best? Sorry. Um, so I th- back to Pursuit of Happiness, Brian. You liked it? Uh, it's not my best film. No, I but performance. Best performance. Yeah, it's it's. I think objectively his best performance. I'm gonna say objectively a lot in this uh, episode because I have all the right answers. But uh, it, there's very few films, I would argue, in general, where a better performance was delivered as far as like him literally handing you emotion. Like, man, it just, like, when he finally gets the job and he's just, like, walking down the street, like, crying and clapping, like, you just feel like standing up and clapping with him. He he really crushed that performance, I think. Yeah, well, and as people in our generation, like, it's crazy how much we can relate to something that takes place in the 90s. Because I think we've all been there where we're, like, interviewing for a job and we're like, just give me a chance. I know yeah. I can do this job. Just I, if I'm you just give me just a give chance, me a I can job. do yeah. this. And I don't know why I have to convince a, you. After you know? having the bad luck of getting arrested in like right in the middle of a painting and then he shows up the next morning for the interview anyway and he actually manages to get it. Like the tension in that scene when he like you could see his frustration as he's like, "Fuck, I I got to go into this fucking interview. This is the biggest joke ever." But then he manages to pull it out and it's like you just it's scene after scene he just absolutely delivers so hard in yeah. this role. It's amazing. Um, it's as far as best amazing. film goes, Jeff, you said Pursuit of Happiness, which launched this conversation. Tyler, do you agree with that for best film? No, not a, not at all. Because what do you got? Best film for me has to be rewatchable, and I have two here. I have Independence Day, obviously, and Hitch, which wow are we my are two favorites here. of his. I think I think that those are just really good just really fun both of them are just really fun movies that i can pretty much just chuck on whenever if i see them i'm like yeah fuck no brainer independence day super awesome action movie from the 90s great motivational speech i already talked about like a week ago i i think it's like one of the best speeches ever committed to film uh and then hitch obviously is just will smith in a romantic comedy i love romantic comedies i love will smith it's pretty hard to fail on that. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they would have had to really drop the ball for me to not like that movie. And I think it's pretty widely considered to be a really good movie. So it's popular. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a solid one. Brian, uh, what do you got? We are all different here. And I think that speaks to his just overall quality and in depth of his career. You like legend uh, of bagger Vance? Is that what you're going to say? I put down seven pounds. Mm. Oh, I wow. think, I think that is the best film. And I think it's because he Too kills it. Sad. It's too sad. Well, yeah, but as just far as overall quality of the film, I agree with a little bit with the rewatchability. But I would say this is a movie I could watch multiple times um, and have. Um, I think the storyline is just so impactful 
like once you find out why he's doing what he's doing it's just it just is is a really uh deep storyline incredible acting role i mean honestly i also give it a nod because of how good woody harrelson was in this movie i thought his he killed his role as the you know the blind guy um the telemarketer and, who's blind yeah um yeah oh. just just the storyline in this one is just so quality that and his, scene and the acting will overall smith is really really quality that scene where Will Smith rips into Woody Harrelson, yeah, to try to like expose character, yeah. so heartbreaking. <laughs> I remember yeah, watching it the first time. Yeah. I found oh. this movie when I did like a deep dive into Will Smith's filmography when I was in college, and I was sitting alone in my room watching this movie on a laptop, all like on the verge of tears during that scene. <laughs> I was just like, "Stop being so mean to him!" And Woody yeah. Harrelson just sitting there, just being like, "Oh, okay." Sorry yeah. about that. And like he's just being like so nice and just like he's just letting such a him pure be. soul. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Woody Harrelson really so kills it in this movie. For those that don't know, the the storyline here, uh, spoilers, is um that uh Will Smith's character was texting and driving and caused an accident that ended up killing six strangers and his fiance. Uh, a couple years later he's like trying to atone for that um you know, for his sins, I guess. And he starts, uh, he wants to commit suicide, but he decides to do it by uh, identifying uh, people who could benefit from, like six people who could benefit from his, sorry, seven people who can benefit from his, uh, like getting his vital organs after he commits suicide. And then basically he spends the film vetting out potential candidates, people that need a liver, people that need new eye, like corneas, um, right. things like we, that. And so this is all something film, that you find out in the last five minutes of the film too, correct. because it's, it's just, just him really going through and meeting these people. Right. And then at the end you find out that he is giving up his seven pounds of flesh for the sins that he committed. Correct. Yeah. And, and so it's just really heavy hitting film, but just overall like high, high quality film. So I'd just say it's the best film. Overall. This was my number two for best performance. Cause this was the first, I think yeah. the really the first time that you see Will Smith do like a drama that you're like, Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Like that, that was way heavier than I there's, have ever seen. No Will humor Smith in this go. film at all. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Rosario, really also work. this movie kickstarted my obsession with Rosario Dawson. She yep. is she's so attractive. Yeah, Absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. Let's move into the good stuff. What's his worst performance slash worst movie? I have the same for both. <laughs> yeah, I'd so do I. <laughs> I think it's gonna be the same answer for everybody. <laughs> is it After Earth? After Earth is the oh worst. Oh my god, this movie was is, so again objectively. Bad. There's zero debate here. Jeff, <laughs> After Earth is so bad. Yeah, I, I didn't uh, pick one for this, but definitely After Earth is up there. Oh my god, man! After Earth is. We, I, this is a movie that came and went in theaters so quickly that I didn't have the chance to see it. But because it's Will Smith, I was, uh, I was at a store one time. This is when I, right after college, I'd moved home for a while and I went to Target, I think. And it was, it was there on display, but just released. I was like, oh, I didn't even get a chance to see this. I'm going to buy it. $20 brand new in the DVD. Came home, threw it on. The three of us and our dad watched it. And at the end of it, we all just kind of were like, huh. All right. (laughs) Don't even discuss it after. The worst part about this movie is that Will Smith is barely in it. Like he's, he's, they like the marketing all marks it, markets it as if it's going to be like Will Smith and his son 
on like an action movie. And he is not a good actor. Will Smith is not is barely in it. Jaden Smith carries the whole film, and he is not talented enough to carry a film. And Will Smith, for the five minutes that he's on screen, is affecting a weird South African Australian accent yeah. that's he's also trying to be like this emotionless robot. Oh my god, right. dude! It's it was horrible. You uh, strip Will so Smith bad. of the thing that makes Will Smith Will Smith, and that's his charisma. Like, I don't understand, like, what their, their thought was. They're like, what if we made Will Smith shitty? Like, what if there was a shitty version of Will Smith out there? And you we know just how he's very charismatic? It? What if he played a non-charismatic person? Right. Yeah. And isn't this um, isn't this M. Night Shyamalan? <laughs> no, it's, it was the uh, Wachowskis, wasn't it? No, I'm pretty sure it's Shyamalan. Um, but what were you going to say, Jeff? I guarantee you it was the... Um, so I was going to say, while I agree with it, After Earth is his Director, M. Night Shyamalan, go fuck yourself. Um, while I agree with you that the After Earth will be his worst performance, I have to say that Aladdin was probably the worst film that he was in. Aladdin was hot garbage. While I loved what he brought to Aladdin... Um, I liked it. <laughs> I liked yeah, I didn't, it. I didn't mind Aladdin at all. I, thought, I mean, it wasn't as good as the animated version. I don't think it needed to be done. But, like, as a movie goes, like, I was like, this, this, this is film, fine. Like, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it. you're going to be mad about the accent that he, he pursued in that film when in this one it's about white people living in, like, 12th century Arabia. They're, they cast all Middle Eastern people. They're light-skinned. Did you follow yeah, the production of this film? Uh, oh, my you're God. You're talking about the background f- actors. I'm talking about, yeah. The, the extras and they, stuff? Yeah. I mean, yeah, Hollywood is trying to learn. They definitely didn't do a very good job on this movie as far as that goes. But as far as a film goes, if you're just talking about what we see on camera, it's not bad. What? You disagree? disagree? I disagree. I think that Jeannie's love interest with a white woman. uh, She's Persian. That actress is? Yeah, she's on... uh, SNL for a long time. I cannot and and New Girl. Um, I cannot remember her name, but yeah, she's Persian. I didn't know she's Persian, but yeah. I did not enjoy. Still that hated film. it. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I thought he was a highlight, man. I remember. I definitely agree that he was a highlight, but he was the, to, I agree. Go, he was go away he from was Robin the, Williams. Like you're like yeah, that was about as good of a tangent as you could take. I think. Sure, but he couldn't redeem this film. No. No. And honestly, no, they, like the problem with the film for me mostly was the genie because it's just you can't. Like, you just can't replace Robin Williams in this role. There's no, there is no, like, even Will Smith is as close as to as good as you could get, in my opinion. And even he just, it's. It was a tough job. It it's tough really job, hard. I, I don't blame him for that. Yeah, that's not on him. That is not on him. It's on Disney for, you know, wanting to remake this. Yeah. Um, but I definitely, I disagree with you on that one, Jeff, but I respect your opinion. Um, but I think you're an idiot and you're wrong. Um, all right. <laughs> um, did any of you guys have an underrated film for this one? Yeah, I, I do. What is it? Um, I put Hancock down. No. I, I, I know the general consensus is that it was like, okay, at best, but, um, I liked their attempt at trying to not have superheroes be like, this is an early attempt at trying to have superheroes with like real, like, like not be infallible you know like i mean this guy is literally the reverse superman where he like literally can't like he like he's like buckling under the pressure he's he's got trauma that he's dealing with like 
you know, and it and it comes out in him being very human for a all powerful superhero. And I, I just really enjoyed the the take. Obviously, the movie had some flaws in itself, and there was definitely some holes and, and stuff that could have been done better. But I, I just really appreciated the attempt, and I thought uh, Will Smith was good in his role and enjoyable. I feel yeah, like I just want to read the original script of this movie yeah. because like it there, could have been there's so, so much, much cut out of it in the middle. Yeah, you know, it, what they, I mean? they had a lot of opportunity for something like something better. But I, I do did appreciate the attempt. I appreciated the angle they took on superheroes, and I thought Will Smith did a good job in the role. Yeah. Um, I would agree that this movie can be underrated. I don't hate it as much as a lot of, as like the general population does, but I also like, I rewatched it a couple years ago and I see all the holes, you know what I mean? And I do see the problems for sure. There's a lot of problems with this movie, but again, it's Will Smith as a superhero. And like the concept of like this drunk superhero is kind of funny or is actually really funny. It almost feels like a like a predecessor to what uh, ended up becoming Deadpool, where he's like a completely different take on superheroes. It's it's a lot more like human flaws, you know, with a superhero body. You know what I mean? And like, sure. I I think Hancock was just there first, and and they definitely had a lot of opportunity to do better, but uh, it's still really enjoyable. Yeah, I think probably the problem there is that that the studio probably just didn't have a lot of faith in a superhero property because superheroes just weren't what they are now. You know what I mean? Like you're talking about X-Men, Spider-Man, uh, Sp- Sam Raimi, Spider-Man days of superhero films. And, um, uh, you know, Iron Man hadn't come out yet. Dark Knight or Batman Begins, I don't think had come out yet. At this they, point. they all came out in the same year. Oh, there you go. So it's like, this is, that's really the birth of when superhero movies were starting. And I just don't think there's a studio who produced it, had the faith that he could do it. Yeah. Or that it would have benefited from just releasing like five years later or something. Yeah. I think exactly. I think that this movie could have been something. And honestly, it would have been cool because one of my frustrations with DC and Marvel often is that they're not really creating new heroes that are lasting. They're just like being like, who's Batman now? Or who's the new Green Lantern? Or look, Miles Morales is Captain America. And it's like, why don't you create someone new that's not like, because Miles Morales is just a new, is just black Spider-Man. Why don't you give us something different, you know? And Hancock was something different. I mean, in a way, he's just black Superman, but he's also different from black Superman, you know? Um, I also think that they there was room to explore this mythology that they were trying to create. Yeah. I just don't... They didn't that's, commit to it. Yeah. Exactly. I think that the studio probably was like what is this what is this that's happening like let's just like cram this all into a weird conversation with charlie's there and and then a weird tornado fight and then uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, then never explain past, it okay. again no right. further explanation um yep. which is frustrating but yeah I, I will it's underrated but also at the same time it's not great um for me, for underrated, I actually had seven pounds, which we discussed. Uh, it's a movie that not a lot of people have seen, and I think that it was a really good performance. So, yeah, Johnny, nice. did you have anything for that? I mean, the other thing I would say is I would put, I would say the opposite. I would say that I have an overrated film, and I would say that that's Focus. I, I really didn't like Focus at all. I, Focus is nobody saw that movie. I'm like the only person who saw that movie in theaters. It lost. I saw it, and so I would agree it's money. overrated. I think it was really hyped up to be this up-and-coming actress in what's-her-face margot robbie margot robbie and will smith who was just a staple stud in in the industry and i think it just did not deliver no yeah and it's they also shot it on like a shoestring budget it's just like a really like low budget heist film and they just slapped like an instagram filter on it and 
Oh, well, good looking people. And the twist is like, surprise, Will Smith has a white dad. Like, that's the secret is the <laughs> twist at the end is like, oh, his dad, his dad, his dad. Oh, I'm his dad. But you're white. Yeah, he's adopted. Yeah, I bet you didn't see that coming. Go fuck fuckers. yourself. That's not a <laughs> twist. <laughs> that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. That was dumb. Um, I one thing I did like in that movie is the car crash scene is really well done. Um, but otherwise, yeah, the rest of the movie it's forgettable. I wouldn't say that it's overrated. I don't think anyone. Um, Nobody's rating it. <laughs> yeah, no one's rating it. No one saw it. <laughs> Um, cool so do we even want to do the which character wins in a fight (laughs) (laughs) well with him is like it's tough because Hancock's obviously a superhero I just wrote down Hancock would shove a bunch of heads up asses yeah Uh, just I don't know know, you think Mike Lowry would would handle it so if we eliminate hold on if we eliminate if we eliminate after earth fucking well I guess even after earth he's just got like the guy's not afraid yeah, he's just he's just fearless. If he's we not eliminate afraid Hancock, to have his head shoved up an ass. Like if we eliminate Hancock, you actually have a pretty fair fight between Mike Lowry, Captain Stephen Hiller, and Jay from oh, Men yeah. in Black. Like those three are are pretty comparable. Even yeah, it'd have to be Jay. I didn't even think about it. Can the noisy cricket hit Hancock? Even also maybe the, uh, or the, 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 or the Gemini Man. He's also just like a super badass assassin. Oh yeah, that guy would for sure. I Robot. He's just a badass detective and. Uh, um, uh, what's the other one? I am legend. He's just like so. A bad, like, assuming all, Hancock is too all, passed out drunk to yes <laughs> be engaged because they can't hurt him, so he right. just lay there. And the other ones just decide, all right, we're gonna kill ourselves or like kill each other. Not yeah. Kill ourselves. And uh, and I, yeah, I think it's got to be Gemini Man. He's got the moves, or or it'd be uh, Will Smith with the noisy cricket. Even even throwing Daryl Ward in there from from uh, Bright, like he's actually there's he's get, plays the same character a I lot. I don't know, man, Bright. He's just a cop. Exactly. Like, same same with Jay from dude, Gemini Man. He's Mike like Lowry. straight up. Yeah, in Gemini Man, he's basically John he's Wick. A, exactly. Yeah, I, I would say more like uh, what's Matt Damon's uh, born. Jason Bourne. He's like Jason Bourne. He's just a little bit more. Um, yeah, or John Wick, I guess. Right but iRobot, he's got a cybernetic arm. <laughs> That's true. He can punch people in the chest. That's actually I, I, not bad. I think it's got to be Gemini Man. Yeah, I I haven't even seen that one. And then I Hancock wakes up and it. shoves him up someone else's ass. Yeah, shoves him up his younger self's ass. <laughs> he just folds him up. <laughs> yeah, call me an asshole <laughs> one more time. Yeah, um, you, know, you don't think Muhammad Ali's in there just fucking knocking people out? <laughs> oh yeah, he's pretty good in that movie too. <laughs> he's really good in Muhammad Ali. Yeah. See, this is what happens when we don't talk about the the full ca- like list. Is we're just we're leaving out some really good performances here that because. Yeah. It's okay, Muhammad Ali. It's a good movie. Um, it is a good movie. We went and saw it on Christmas as a family, and it was very sad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, cast them in either Marvel or DC as a new superhero, or so just as a superhero role. I mean, yeah, he's that he hasn't already done because a lot of these people that we'll cover in future episodes have been in either Marvel or DC. But you, you know, it, the point is, is to try to give them something else. Yeah. To do in those for universes. sure. Um. So he's already been Deadshot, obviously, um, and I actually really like his interpretation of Deadshot. I think that it's a good job, and he's just he's a good. It's the same thing as like the Ben Affleck role. It's you know it's a really good performance in a really bad movie, um, unfortunately. And uh, apparently, the reason that Idris Elba uh, became Bloodsport 
um, is because they were initially going to recast him as Bloodshot, and Will Smith was like, "No, no, 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 no! I want to be like, I want to come back. I want to do, I want to be in this universe still. I just have a I have like a conflict." So they created the new character, but which is basically the or same didn't guy. create the character. They just went and pulled another character from DC Comics, and yeah, and he he fills the exact same space. Um, so hopefully they do a Suicide Squad where Will Smith shows up. I would love to see some James Gunn dialogue coming out of Will Smith. I think that that Will Smith could really sell that. Um, so I know who I want him to play. Yeah, who do you want him to play, Jeff? Go ahead. I want him to play Steel. Dude, oh, that's oh. who I have. That's exactly who I have. I think that St- him as Steel would be super sick. <laughs> um, Brian, do you know who Steel is? Yeah, of course. It's Brian's favorite movie oh, of all time. Right. Shaquille. <laughs> that's right. It, it's way up there with uh, what's the other one? Shazam. Kazam. Kazam. Yeah. Yeah. Steel's, Steel's cool. Actually, wait. Is that... Either hey. him or... I would also cast him as Mr. Terrific. Like... I think he would be a great oh. job as as with the, uh, with the, I don't with know. The Mr. Terrific needs to be someone who's like a little bit more calculating. You know what I mean? And, and not funny. I'm sorry. Have you seen After Earth? <laughs> Calculates a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just yeah. could do that. I am. Um, that's not what we're talking about. I also um, put down an addendum. Uh, if they had done a movie in the 90s with Will Smith as a superhero, he could have been a really good Static Shock. I think that that would have been cool. Um, So, uh, yeah. But yeah, I have him as Steel. I think that like him as like playing like a counterpart to Henry Cavill's Superman, if they do like if they had done the death of Superman and actually done like the rise of the Superman and had him come in as Steel, I think that Will Smith could have been like a really cool John Henry Irons uh, performance. I think it could have been really interesting. And then what a, what a, oh, sorry, go ahead. Did you have more? No, go ahead. I was going to say, what a great segue to mine, because I am not as versed as you guys in the, the random superheroes of these universes, so I got a little creative with my answer, and I also have him interacting with Superman, uh, but it would be as Hancock introduced to DC, <laughs> and basically he becomes a bad influence on Superman. And, and they just start partying together? They both become kind of drunks, and it's all about the fallout of them and their drunken exploits. Uh, <laughs> and so that's how they get to that... Superman the nightmare universe of from man of steel <laughs> from, uh, basically he Batman just completely Man. makes superman into a more deep character uh with you know he's fallible you know he's he's you know hancock's is his, his uh, enabler and mountain that's top. all about them mountain top i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah for and those who don't know that's from a deleted scene in hancock where he comes through the roof it's not of deleted, his it's in the movie man is it yeah, yeah. just bullets going through his trailer home. Oh, uh, boy. That movie. <laughs> but, some uh, interesting decisions in it. Yeah, and it's basically <laughs> just a, like, a, like a spin-off DC movie, and it's all about Hancock and Superman, and it's going into the kind of the more realistic details of being superheroes <laughs> that are like the most, you know, untouchable men on in the universe, essentially. I don't hate it, um, but also at the same time, I hate it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, uh, did anyone else i mean jeff did you have a reason that you thought he would be a good steal i think that steel is a really i mean like there's a lot of great performances that i think that he would do like i would love to see him play blade but i do think that mahershala ali is a better choice <laughs> way better <laughs> i don't think that that he would do a bad job like i liked his um his uh dead shot. dead shot i didn't mind his dead shot i thought it was good 
as just a really uh, like in the first half of the original Suicide Squad was a really good half of Suicide Squad. It's the second half yeah. that he's shit. That shit. <laughs> I just I don't know, but um, yeah, I, I I think that uh, I don't know. I, I think that uh, I think there's there's a lot of room in there for him to step up as kind of like an Iron Man of the DC universe as far as what Steel yeah. kind of is. Like I don't know. I, I think the, the hardest DC... part about doing Steel is that he he's kind of a combination of Iron Man and Thor. So he's he's wearing like a suit of armor that can fly about with like jet propulsion or like a jet pack or whatever, and and, and he also ha- and he wears, yeah, and then he's got a red big red cape and carries a big hammer that's like a rocket powered hammer, and it's like, okay, there's a lot happening here. Yeah, <laughs> how do, I mean, how do we funny, do all of this? It's a funny concept because the way that Steel, I don't want to go too far down this hole, but the way that Steel was created because Superman, you know, died in the comics and he needed someone, and John Henry Irons was like, oh, I'll step up and be Superman. And Superman was all about, like, not hurting people. He's like, yeah, you literally cannot touch me, so I'm just going to take you by the scuff of your collar and place you gently in prison. Steel flies in with a motherfucking Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like and this dude's busted heads. People. Yeah. <laughs> like no. The thing another issue I have with Steel unfortunately is that DC Comics has sort of abandoned him. Like oh, yeah. ju- they just don't use him very often anymore. Like he was big in the 90s and I still think that he's an interesting character that they just need to figure out how to like ditch the hammer and ma- basically just make him a version of Iron Man. Like DC doesn't really have a version of Iron Man. Um and you know i just think that you could do yeah i don't i don't know man i just i think that there's a way to use steel in a more creative way um and because he is a human in a suit of armor uh kind of trying to participate on the level of superman um i think that there's a a there's a different way of using that character that just i don't know i just feel like Give him to like a, a strong, you know, Ta-Nehisi yeah. Coates char- like type writer, and have him reinvent right. the character. You know, I mean, given given what Zack Snyder did with Cyborg, and and not touching on anything else that he did with anyone else, um, I, I think that there's room in there for a decent steel steam steel film. Yeah, that's a good point. I forgot about Cyborg. Will Smith could have played a good Cyborg when he was younger too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck it. Will Smith could play Cyborg now and be and crush it, but. Um, to be honest, there's not much that I wouldn't cast Will Smith in. I mean, I would cast Will Smith as Batman, to be honest. <laughs> like I, I don't care. I, he could be James Bond. He could be anything. I'll watch pretty much anything the guy does. I still haven't watched King Richard, um, mostly because uh, I don't understand why we're not doing a Serena Williams or Venus Williams biopic. Why we're doing a biopic of their dad is very strange to me, <laughs> you know? Um, but at the same time, I've heard that he does really good in it. But he also just seems to be playing Will Smith again. So, I don't know. Uh, I will watch it eventually. But, yeah. Uh, any final thoughts on Will Smith before we move into the next section? Nope. All right. Um, this next section, we're working on on redrafting this as well. Um, basically, we're going to ask each other... Uh, where your where's your head at? What do we call it? Well, what's, what's clever, Brian? What's clever? What is clever? Um, so for this first time, I am going to uh, regurgitate what I said last week and be very brief about it because all I've been doing this week is uh, throwing on episodes of the hundred. We we are like uh, heading towards the season two finale. There's quite a bit of uh, quite a few episodes in each season, 
and uh, just absolutely loving loving it. So I'm doubling down on the hundred uh, this week. Go watch it. It's on Netflix. Uh, CW quality um, dystopian future. Is that fair to say? It's not really. It's just yes. Yeah. It I mean, it's it's after the apocalypse, post-apocalyptic. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but like also sci-fi. It's not really like society. Yeah, it's. I, I'm, it's I'm all about weird. it right now. I'm all about it. I'm sure it's going to get worse as it goes on because I've oh. seen further on. I mean, it but... starts bad and then, <laughs> but like I disagree. I think it starts good. I think it. I, like I think there's more quality to the early seasons than uh, you're giving it credit for. I think it starts bad and, but it's entertaining. In the same way that that Merlin show that I watch is bad. Is like it's not good, but it's entertaining for sure. Like it's not going to win any awards or anything. You know, and the hundred was never. I'm pretty sure at Merlin risk show of... did win awards, but that's fine nothing prestigious anyway jeff what what's what's clever jeff i don't know well, if this is for working. me um uh, <laughs> i finished that vikings valhalla show that i recommended last week uh it's good it's consistent it's it's fun um it's like tyler said the dramatized story of of leif erickson um who's one of the most famous vikings and uh i enjoyed it a lot um still playing elden ring still loving it uh if you like being punished and and having your skills tested definitely check that out um i also mentioned that i was going to check out a new show uh that i've been watching i've now watched every episode that they've put out so far on hulu called the dropout that's the story of uh theranos um, i work in a, a tech startup so kind of seeing how this woman lied to investors for like a decade and yet continued to get bigger and bigger funding without any proof of concept or any functioning product is is really just insane uh but go watch it i know that there's a lot of different content out there covering this story um I haven't watched any of the rest of it, but this was based off of, I guess I should shout it out to a, a podcast, um, is what this show has been based off of, is the contents of this podcast, also by the same name called The Dropout. But yep. it's um, Amanda Seyfried plays this uh, kind of, I mean, they really portray her as a sociopathic um, CEO who feels like she's destined for greatness. Yeah. Um, I listened to so, the podcast when it was coming out. It's, uh, it's good. I also watched two documentaries on it. And yeah, she, this chick is, is hella crazy. It's, <laughs> she, it's insane. She's like, she was either going to be like a cult leader or start a startup and rob a bunch of investors of money, or she was going to become a serial killer is one of those three things. That was her, that was what she was going to do with her life for sure. Um, so my last recommendation though, is one that I'm actually going to recommend to you guys, which is our flag means death. Yeah. It's I watched the newest it. Taiki Waititi uh, show on HBO max. It's hilarious. It's up there with like what we do in the shadows. Um, very, very funny. Yeah. Um, my recommendation is uh, Worst Roommate Ever documentary series on Netflix where it's six, no, it's four episodes. The first two episodes are one, are like our single part, one hour deep dives into basically people move into living situations with a roommate that they've never met and then that roommate tries to kill them basically and uh they're they're really interesting the second one is a two-part um episode that uh, at first i was like i don't understand how they're going to turn this into two episodes and then by the end of the second episode i was like i don't even know if that was enough i feel like i needed more information on that that was crazy um highly recommend it uh, i thought it was very uh fun there's a bit of like animated like reenactments that are pretty fucking dumb, um, but you have to find time to to fill space when you're doing 
documentaries and um yeah that's how they chose to do it and it it didn't take away from it that much so uh, i highly recommend it if you're into like those kinds of crime um shows um but yeah i think uh i think we can wrap it up there unless did anyone have any uh final thoughts before we wrap up nope that's it for me jeff anything Nope. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Clever Kids Podcast. If you want more from us, be sure to follow us on social media. We're at Clever Kids Pod everywhere. Or you can get in touch with us at cleverkidspodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And be sure to rate us on whatever app you're listening on and recommend us to a friend. We really appreciate it. Or don't. Whatever's clever.